This week, Beck and Soda's podcast comes to you with love. Thanks to the Hospital Research Foundation Group, fighting for cures and improved care in over 50 areas of disease and illness. Together, let's support life-changing medical research to save lives. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Rebecca Morse. How's your back this morning? Um, very, very stiff. I went to the chiropractor yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. And, oh my God, he actually was working on my back and I'm dead flat and he goes, mate, there's no movement in you. It's like a surfboard. Wow. Well, I was asking stiff, how your back man. was because when I drove into the car park this morning behind you, oh, yeah, you were like yeah. dangling out of the... Yes. You had the door open and you were like... Dangling, hanging down to the... No. What were you... What, what had happened was, you know, the little pass you have to get into the car park. Yeah, you I dropped it. You And because my back's so sore and I, a combination of a stiff back and being lazy, I didn't actually want to get out of the car to get it. So I thought, you know what, I can open the door and I can balance out the car and be able to pick it up off the ground without removing myself from the car, if you get what I mean. You're in a D-Max. That thing is high. Mate, up very, very high in the ute. So I'm sort of dangling down <laughs> trying to get it, and then my back's stiff as well, and um, I ended up uh, just hitting the turf. <laughs> I had to take my seatbelt off and going, I just want to leave the seatbelt on and read. In the end, it just showed me, is my back stiff? You need, what's the best way to get rid of a stiff back? I think it's old age, mate. No, there's got to be some way. Um, You've got to be able to do something. I, Can you give me a little lumbar massage? Do you, Look, do you, do you, do you lie down and did she walk, uh, walk along your back? Does that um, work or is that? No, nah, nah, that's, no, uh, that's... that's a particular massage oh, okay. you can get that finishes with a body slide. Essentially, what I okay. got was the chiropractor who just cracked a few bones right. and things. Yeah. Um, no, and you I'm know the thing is, I tell you what, have you ever been to Cairo? Do you go to Cairo? Uh, once, I've been to one. The sound of cracking, I don't like it. I think some people are sort of chiropractic people or not chiropractic people. Yeah. But the worst part, but it's also the best part, when they hold your head from behind, oh, you're lying down, yeah. they go, just relax, just oh. relax. It's like in your mind going, well, I don't want to relax. So I know you're about to twist my head around. It's going to go... K -k 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 -k. And they go, breathe in. And yep. then it's going... Crunch. So he's sort of twisting my head, holding it in his hands, and he's going, righto, just breathe and just relax. I'm going, I don't want to. And he goes... Just relax, and then you feel this, and it was like, oh. crack, 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 crack. And went, oh, that feels better. That's uh. that anticipation of knowing they're about to do that. Really? The training you'd have to be to be a chiropractor, because imagine you twist it too far. And, oops, sorry, well, cancel my one o'clock. You know, they, they're, chiro, they're chiro babies. Yeah. And yeah. that to me, I've begun. Wow. It's almost like, you know, when you do that little CPR practice in a St. Yeah. John's course yeah. and they give you the little baby dummy and you're pushing your two yeah. fingers. And I'm thinking, if I had to do this in real life, I'd yeah. be petrified. I'm going to yeah, yeah. snap a sternum. Yeah. Um, little baby chiropractic, I reckon, would be sure frightening. About that. Um, I did say I wouldn't give you a massage, but um, actually, I might have a go at cracking your neck for you. <laughs> no. I'm not an no. expert, but no. I'll, I'll twist that head around. I will not trust you to do that. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. So do we have three kids, both yes. of us, yeah, individually, mm -hmm. um, and with work and stuff, do you find it's like hard to get one-on-one -on -one time with the children? Do you prioritise that? A absolutely try to, yeah. and you're right, because sometimes it's a collective, isn't it? Yeah. You know? And a lot of those times you get that sort of one-on-one -on -one time more as if um, the other two engage in some activities yeah. or they're at a, a play date. Yeah. Um, but do, do you try and find to have your own little thing with I each do. of the kids? I do. And I you think I mean? particularly having three girls, they fight a lot when there's the three of them. So last mm. night I had an opportunity to take my eldest, my 20-year-old, out for dinner. And she's probably the yeah. one I see the least because she's so busy. She works. She's got social life. She's got a boyfriend. So I said, right, let's go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. um, and she was running like She was caught up at work at Boost uh, and the booking was for six. So I had to call the restaurant. Now – 
I, wherever possible, will avoid talking to humans on the phone. I get phone call anxiety. I don't know whether you experience this. Like if we've ever got to um, ring an order takeaway or something, yeah. I always, I don't know, I get, I get nervous sometimes about making a phone call. You know what's happened? What? You've been conditioned by all of this anti-customer service and trying yeah. to remove face-to-face contact and you've now moved into what people and businesses are trying to do is yeah, get you I away know. from face-to-face. I know. I either text or... No. I, yeah, I know. Get back into people. Get back into communicating. Well, anyway, when I tell you what I did, though, you'll understand why I'm not good at speaking to humans. Mm. So I ring the restaurant because it's too late to... Text or DM, we're running that late. And so I say, hi, have a booking for six. Mm. We're going to be a bit late. My daughter's been held up at work. And she says, no worries. And then I go, oh, my God, I just said my daughter's been held up. What if she thinks there was a hold up, <laughs> like <laughs> at gunpoint? Right. And then I go, when I say, like, held up at work, she wasn't actually held up with a gun. She's just caught up. Like, she's closing the shop and she's, and I'm just like, this word vomit is coming out. <laughs> and the woman at the other end of the line is like, yep, I got that. I didn't think that. And then she just sort of hung up and gone. Can we cancel that booking? That woman's she crazy. Wrong you. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh! Look at these trending topics. Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. Posh Spice, is a very, very smart businesswoman. She has found a way to capitalise on this now viral clip, one of our favourite moments from the Netflix doco. Beckham, remember this? We're very working class. Be honest. I I am being honest. honest. I am being honest. What car did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad did... No, one answer. My dad... What car was it? Okay, in the 80s, my dad had a Rolls Royce. (laughs) That is very good, isn't it? Thank I love you. how he just keeps pushing her and he's going, come on, come on. Thank you. I rest Thank my case. You. I mean, she wasn't called Posh Spies for nothing. Well, she's decided to embrace it. She has released her own T-shirts that say, my dad had a Rolls Royce. Uh, they are 150 Australian dollars and they have sold out. You're kidding me. They sold out. Wow. Yep. So if you want your My Dad Had a Rolls Royce t-shirt, you'll have to go on some sort of waiting list and hope that she reprints. Who created the t-shirts? Posh actually did herself. Yeah, so oh, she's making the money good. off yeah, them. Yeah, good on her. Well done. Because, you know, well played. The, the Beckhams, they're a bit strapped for cash. Mm. <laughs> ah, well, that's clever though. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Enrico Iglesias is breaking the internet with his terrible, terrible singing at a concert. You know Enrique? Is he still with Anna Kornikova, the tennis player? Well, they've got a few kids together, but I don't know yeah. if they're still together. They've got right. three kids. Yeah, that's right. That's how I remember him. Besides the fact that his dad, he, his dad now, this was many years ago, wasn't it? His dad was Julio Iglesias, is that right? Yeah. He I was d- almost the, the Tom Jones of the Latino yeah. world. Ooh, yeah. I just love mm. Sports Guy over there. Everything has a sports connection. Yeah. He's He's married. Isn't he the He's one with that corner code? All right, have a look. Listen to him absolutely butchering his hit escape. Me, up and down the meter. That's not real good, is it? <laughs> okay, well, let's get a feeling for how the song's supposed to sound. Up and down the meter this time. Ah, oh, that's with yeah. auto tune. Is that right? We must use auto tune. Yeah. What yeah. a bop this is, though. It's a great song. All right. Let's. I've never even heard that song. That's. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's not great. Poor Julio. No, no. 
He's not holy. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, Enrico, that's yeah. what yeah. I mean, let's be honest. He, uh, his wife couldn't play tennis and he can't see. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, Soda, I love to be educated on TikTok about what Gen Z are doing with themselves or not doing. Are you familiar with the everything shower? Uh, Not at all. Okay. What is that? The everything shower, well, it's so last week because there's a new trend in showering now, which I'll get to. But the everything shower is basically... Well, it's mainly for women, obviously, because we have more beauty things to do to ourselves, I would think. Your regime. Well, re- your regime. So if I had an everything shower, mm. so I would line up, okay, I'd go shampoo, conditioner, deep conditioner, which I'd then leave what? in. I would cleanse. Then I would exfoliate my face. Then I would have a different product to exfoliate my body. And then I, after I exfoliated my body, I might shave my legs and my right. pits. And that could take... 20 minutes. Really? So how many products do you have lined up with, with next to your Norska spa? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I just have, um, I think I went to the supermarket the other day and there was a $2 special on the shampoo. It's got berries on it. <laughs> mm. So I use that and that is great shampoo because you can use it for everything in my what mind. So everything? I shampoo my hair and then I use the same soap off the shampoo from the head and then just wash my body with it. And then I brush my teeth and that's it. So shampoo and toothpaste. toothpaste. That's my everything shower. So what about conditioner? To Wait, do what? To condition your hair. No, I wash it with just shampoo. shampoo. And, and there's no like soap or body wash or anything. You just use a shampoo for that. Uh, no. You're a simple, simple man. Well, what do you... I don't really need to exfoliate and loofah. And do you do... Do, do you wash your feet or do you just let the shampoo run onto your dirty clothes? It just clothes? runs onto them. Okay. Yeah. Why? What do you... Do, All right. Well, what? Do you individual... Do you get down on the ground and start rubbing... Um, <laughs> Conditioner between your toes or something. What's wrong with this? Stop gathering information for your fantasy. <laughs> but now moving on from Mate, the I everything. don't have a foot fetish. <laughs> moving on from the everything shower. Mm. That's so last week on TikTok right. because now Gen Z are posting about the nothing shower. So which is not, not having a shower like I've been prone to do. It's basically just standing in the shower for therapy. You don't wash, you don't you just stand there and let the water cleanse the day away. Well, that's what I essentially do, just throw in a bit of shampoo with it. Do you know what I think it's why Gen Z are calling it a nothing shower? Because they're so not used to being away from their phone that they're like, I just have to stand here and do nothing because I can't actually get my phone wet. Otherwise, I would be on it. Do you take your phone into the shower? God, no. Have you ever taken your phone into the shower? No, I've never taken it into, into the shower, but I can see my um <laughs> my basin from the shower. So... If I'm expecting like a text or a call or something, I'll put it where I can see it. So you do. You take your phone well, into the shower. It's not in the shower. It's in the bathroom. And then if it was really urgent, I could hop out. You do not. <laughs> do you really? Really urgent. Hang on. Well, I don't know. So <laughs> can I just like, check this out? So whether you're having your everything shower or nothing shower, or whatever you're doing in the shower, you have got your phone screen visible from where you're standing in case something pops up. Not all the time. Mate, you need an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. You might have caught part one of Mirror Mirror on 10 last night with the wonderful Todd Sampson. Uh, He's shining a light this time on the wellness industry, which is worth trillions of dollars. Mm. Todd is a ripper. I love him. Thanks so much for joining us, Todd. Great to have you here. Pleasure. Righto, Todd. You've gone out there and you're tackling the wellness therapies industry. Now, I know the amount of money invested in this is ridiculous, isn't it, that people are willing to pay? Yeah, it's trillions. 
as you know, Mirror Mirror is a series that kind of reflects back to us ourselves and mm. often industries. The first series we focused on cosmetic surgery, second series we focused on the internet, and this one's wellness. And wellness is one of the biggest industries and it yep. impacts our lives in so many different ways, young and old. So what was the craziest wellness treatment that you sampled for this series? Well, that's hard <laughs> to pin. Right, so psychedelics, ayahuasca ceremony was really out there. Leech therapy is the one yep. that is getting talked about a lot because I posted a, a post, a video I couldn't show in the film because it's too gruesome. Mm. And I posted the day after video, of which I'm still, it looks like a gunshot wound to my stomach. So it's Miranda Kerr's therapist. I mean, leech therapy was somewhat made popular by Miranda Kerr and Gwyneth Paltrow yep. doing an interview for the New York Times where she mentioned bee stings and then Miranda does leeches and... And so I, neither of those uh, two would be in the film for obvious reasons. I asked, I tracked, I tried to track down Gwyneth. Oh, okay. Now uh, let, let me stop down because I'm a bit obsessed with Gwyneth. Okay. And Goop, did you, how did you go with Gwyneth? Did you find so her? I, I, we, we tried to get her for about a month and then I went to Goop in California. Yeah. Uh, and of course they were not interested. And look, I don't, a lot of people are, are writing now that I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know Gwyneth Paltrow beyond, you know, her godfather is uh, Steven Spielberg. So, but she has created arguably one of the biggest wellness businesses in the world, Goop, 200, 300 million now. It's value. And the majority of what she sells, whether we want to believe that or not, the, you know, is pseudoscience. Mm. Like, right. I think we can all conclude that putting rocks and jade eggs, it's not good. Like, please, that this is stuff you do not do at home. Bee stings unsupervised. Yep. No, please, not good for you. Right. So when you rock up to her place in California, what what happens? They just say, no, you're not coming in? or Yeah, they say, no, you're not. I mean, look, we didn't just rock up in a yeah. kind of gotcha way. We've been trying for a long yeah. time. So we thought maybe if we actually go face to face, it'll be fine. There's one side of me, right, that with Gwyneth where I'm, I, I think maybe she is someone who is just dedicated her life to helping others. And at her fundamental core, she's just somewhat, you know, wants to just help and bring goodness to the world and the other side of me thinks wow i mean she's created an, an empire selling things that people don't need and maybe the uh, maybe gwyneth is somewhere in the middle i don't know you talk about leech therapy essentially what is it in a nutshell well i showed up and uh they put me down on a bed yep. and uh they put three leeches they started mm -hmm. with cupping me they cut me and then they get the blood there then they put three leeches on my stomach which ate at me they they have 300 teeth and they kind of oh. ate through my ate through my skin and then injected the leeches inject a kind of anticoagulant because leeches are legitimately used in surgery in australia yeah. legitimately for limb removal and all of these things yeah then to my surprise i didn't mm. expect this to happen after the leeches were six times their size on my blood <gasps> uh they she then drained them literally like wringing out a towel yeah. and then put that blood onto my face <gasps> and like a mask yeah, pretty out there. Here's the thing. While I was on the table, Miranda was texting the therapist. Not um, She didn't know I was there, but they were kind of communicating while the blood was coagulating on my face. It was just <laughs> crazy, surreal. So what is your own blood meant to do for you? What's the premise behind it? It's not just your own blood. So the leech, as I said, does have medical uses. Yep. The leech's saliva has plenty of proteins in it that are meant to be, um, I'm air quoting here, which you can't see, mm -hmm. uh, good for anti-aging. There's oh. absolutely zero scientific evidence that that's true. Uh, but, yeah, it's meant to be. And so people do that. And Miranda looks pretty good. 
Uh, but yeah, as I kind of mentioned in the film, it could be leeches or it could be incredible genetics. <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd Sampson, fascinating. Mirror, mirror, are you well? 7.30 tonight on 10 and 10 play. The good thing is we're talking to you now, so you obviously got through everything okay. <laughs> All good. All good. Thank you, Todd. Pleasure. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Purely by osmosis, I have become a Swifty because all I hear is karma is my boyfriend, cruel, cruel summer, I know what you did, all that sort of stuff. Nonstop. I know what you did. Yeah, you know that. I know. Oh, no, look what you made me do. <laughs> That's all right. I do know what you did, though. I know what you did last summer, Rebecca Morse. just and one you, time. You should be very nervous. <laughs> uh, anyway, purely by listening to so much Taylor Swift, I've actually become quite the fan. She is an excellent songwriter. I actually really like her. Um, and I tell you, if you have not been able to get tickets to see Taylor Swift, because it's been really just some sort of movement, people trying to get hold of them. Uh, Beck, you are fortunate enough. You're going to Sydney? Yeah. Yep. We, on that very first day, sat um, about five of us mm. and James managed to get some tickets. Very, very lucky. Very grateful. It's a very stressful time. I had children. I'm not even joking. Grace was FaceTiming me so Sobbing, saying, mm. if we don't get these tickets, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's very emotional for parents. There's a lot of pressure. We know also recently that there was another batch of tickets released and everyone was online again yep. missing out. Okay, here is another opportunity. 9.30 tomorrow morning our time, there is Ticket Tech Marketplace opening up with a bunch of Taylor Swift tickets. Now, if you're not familiar with this, essentially what it is is people who have bought them, so they're not more being released. These no. are the ones. If people have bought them and now can't use them, Yep. Rather than doing dodgy scalping, they can go back through Ticketek Marketplace. So it's a resale. Um, people can go up to 10% more than the face value of the tickets. No more. Okay, so, so you can make a little bit. Yeah, you that. can't get super ripped off on this, no. right? And there is a peace of mind because you know that it is the, the company that actually issued the tickets, right? Yeah, okay. If you try and sell them in another way or resell them on, um, they could be cancelled. Okay. Right? Ticketek have made that clear. So, safest way to do it, um, and you need to get on to Ticketek, 9.30 tomorrow morning, Beck. Okay, all right. I've never done anything like this before. Me um, neither. We also don't know how many tickets will pop up, because it all oh, depends. No. It could be yep. hundreds, could be thousands. Yep. You just don't know how many people have excess tickets or a date they can't make anymore. This process very, very common in America, particularly with sporting tickets, I think on StubHub. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, it's, it's a comfortable and a secure way of knowing what you're getting is what you're getting, rather than getting dodgy stuff from buying yeah. from someone out of the trading post. Yeah. All right. Well, if you've bought multiple <laughs> the trading tickets, posts. The is trading anyone posts. using the trade? Oh my I don't even know if it exists. Post. It doesn't exist. The classified. Surely. I don't know. Gumtree Marketplace. Absolutely. Oh. But no, uh, Tell him so it's streaming. Ticketek Marketplace tomorrow from nine thirty, and then that essentially is when it starts. So it'll just continue on all the way through. Okay, so if Until you want tickets, gone. keep checking all the time. Oh, if you get so more could, more could pop Absolutely. up when like, people go, okay, well, I can't get flights. Yep. Flights no. are, yeah, okay. You know, or they turn around and say, well, look, I can't make this one. It yeah. could, you know, they could pop at any time, but it's a really good hack to get hold of. <laughs> Tradingpost.com.au, Australia's exist. safe and free way to buy and sell for over 50 years. Oh, that. so it's just online. It's just online. Remember, Dogs, cars, utes, vans for sale. Yeah, you remember the Trading Post used mm. to get on a Thursday, it would come out of the news agency. Yeah. So if you ever needed to buy a car or some furniture, mm. In the old days, kids, we used to do that through the real paper. Mm. The old trading post. Anyway. Your, your buy, swap and sell segment, Saturday That's mornings it. at nine. Ticker Tech Marketplace. Good luck. Okay. Are you going to have a crack? Tomorrow. Hey? Oh, I reckon I'll be okay.
You had some friends in high places. <laughs> no, no you, there are no friends in high places. No. The amount of people who have gone, you yeah. work for radio, you must get tickets. No one. No one. There's no, no perks. Right. No, no. no. Well, good Got luck. a friend in Melbourne I think that's looking after <laughs> yeah. me. What? Can they look after me <laughs> yeah. as well? You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda Secrets of the Suburbs Untold Secrets Unbelievably True Only on SAFM Counting down South Australia's juiciest, juiciest secrets till we get to number one who will win $5,000 Anonymous, what's your story? Okay, so my father never had a lot to do with me Growing up, mm-hmm. my parents were married for 28 years. When I was in my 20s, they separated and subsequently divorced. And after they divorced, we found out that my dad had been having an affair for probably two or three years with a family friend, and he was now with her and going to marry her. Your poor mum. So what happened after that? Never had anything to do with him after that because of the way he treated us and mum. Fast forward another 28 years. And my father got really ill, and he actually passed away in February this year. Okay. We had the funeral, and we put our feelings aside and went to the funeral, and we saw this other woman there with her grown-up children who were not my father's. Yep. And we knew about the affair, and it was all sort of just just hold it together for the day. Mm-hmm. When the eulogy came, we had our say, and then her side of the family got up to have their say, and her oldest son was talking about how great it was growing up with such a great role model and stepfather all through his childhood. So you thought this affair had been going on for two years, but in fact he had basically a secret family for like decades. 25 plus years. So for 20 plus years, he leads a double life running two families per se. Yep. He never came to my high school graduation. He was never there for anything. He didn't come to my sister's wedding. Did you know the other family? My mother knew her. Her and her ex-husband and my mum and dad were all friends for 50 years. Oh, dear. So did your family or any of you guys, now obviously you got some suspicions because he wasn't around a lot, but you had no idea he was running this other family? No idea at all. The son was not his biological son, though, was that right? Nope, not his biological son, but he always wanted a son and never had one which is why he didn't want me, because I wasn't a son. And he got the son he wanted, so he would take him fishing instead of us as kids. Went to their graduations, went to their birthdays, went to everything of theirs, and we're sitting at home going, oh, Dad's, you know, on a trip for work or whatever, can't come to this one, can't come to that one. Oh, wow, that must have been hard. I haven't even got to the kicker yet. So what's the kicker then? passed away we have now got our hands on his will and my dad was extremely well off money properties shares everything he has purposely written in his will i make no provision for my children what and he has left everything to her and her three children my sister and i not don't even get a dollar so he's left it to kids who aren't his biological kids and ignored his Biological kids, you guys, of course. Completely. I half expected it because of the way I was treated when I was growing up. My sister's absolutely devastated. Well, yeah, you would be. 
Um, it just, it's everything. You know, we had plans to do something with his ashes. We discussed those plans with his children when we were all planning the funeral together. And then the next day they posted it all over Facebook that they went and did what we were going to do with pictures of my dad's actual ashes being thrown into the wind. Very confronting. You must feel like your whole childhood was was almost a lie. Look, I felt like that anyway, Beck, but um, I'm very upset for my sister because she was always very close to dad. And to find this out, she's like, is this what we meant to him? And she's just devastated. Not about the money or anything else, just about the fact that he's completely cut us off and shown what we really meant to him. I'm so sorry to hear that this has happened. What a just unbelievably tough situation to get through. How how are you going with it all? It's really difficult. Um, it's getting easier because we found out about the will in May. So it's getting easier now. But every now and again, I'm just like, how could you do this to us? Anonymous, um, we know that was probably hard to share. So thank you so much. Thanks, Beck and Soda. Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. Man, that is too much hard work. Too much. Seriously. I'd have to have two mum fails if I had two families, and that would be too much. You know the definition of insanity, isn't it, that you keep banging your head against the wall, you know, doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome? I'll tell you the definition of insanity, juggling two families. Do not try that at home, anyone, not just kids, adults. Do not try two families right. at once. Okay. If you have a secret, uh, as Juicy as that, you can register at safm.com.au. You could win $5,000. Yeah. Right, we are counting down to our top secret of the suburb. Register at any time. Five grand next week. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Magic Back. All right, I'm sick of people coming up to me in the street. It happened to me this week going, how does he do it? And I say, it's just magic. You can pick the colour and make of someone's car by asking them three questions completely unrelated to their vehicle. Absolutely. And you know what? I know, Beck. you're right. It is just magic. You have no idea how this occurs and you won't because it is part of what's been going on and uh, just ruminating through my brain, which isn't very big and doesn't take long to ruminate. Anyway, we have got Stacey from Aldinga Beach. Morning, Stace. Morning. How are you, Beck and Soda? We are magnificent. Good on you, Stace. Right. We need to establish, uh, have you and I ever met? Nope, we've never met, but you never know one day. Well, you never know, Stace. You never know, but we can establish that there is no background here. This is not set up, right? Nope. Okay. Now, Stace, you're in your car right now. Are you still moving and your hands free or have you pulled over? Um, I've pulled over. Okay. Can you give me a, an approximate location? I am in Aldinga Beach and oh. I'm just off of um, Quinlivan Road. Oh, I know exactly where you are right there. Quinlivan Road, Aldinga Beach. What a beautiful part of the world. Okay. I've can your drones you... fly that far? Oh, my drones can get anywhere. Actually, this sounds like it might be one for the homing pigeon, but anyway, <laughs> let's have a look at it. All right. Um, Stace, you're in Aldinga Beach, Quinlivan. Oh, God, I know exactly where. Okay, your first question. Um, Stace, are you a fan of Taylor Swift? Definitely. Right. Yes. Have you got tickets to the concert? Unfortunately, we missed out, okay. but we did go and see it at the movies. Oh, cool. And what's it like, the Eras Tour on the movies? It was fantastic, yeah. So could I officially say you're a Swifty? Definitely, yeah. Okay, so first question, you are a Swifty. Um, Second question, what have you had for breakfast this morning? Uh, Two pieces of Vegemite toast. 
All right. Um, and when you – this is the important part of this. When you put your toast in, do you like to have it sort of still quite light or you let it uh, go longer and it gets sort of darker and harder? Yeah, you got to have it a little bit browner. All right. So you like your toast a little brown. That's very interesting and revealing, in fact. Beck, you're playing along here understanding things? I don't know how you do it. You, you should know. But that, I mean, that toast – answer was very very significant i hate vegemite okay well, it's not about you <laughs> all right here we go stace and your final question okay stace if you were worth 50 million dollars would you let your kids fly first class with you in a plane or would you make them fly at the back so they could learn the value of money rather than be gifted the the chance of skidding first class well i'd probably take them with me the first time and then Obviously, we'd probably go on another holiday, and then I'd probably send them back, yeah. I reckon. Good point. You got kids, Stace? I do, yeah. yeah. I have a 12-year-old. Right. Yeah, well, 12's that sort of age, too. You could decide. Do you go out the front? Do you go out the back? So, right, you'd go first class to start with. I reckon, um, Stace, that's all I need. It was Vegemite on your toast, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. I'm going to put all this together, and I'll work out exactly the colour, make, and model of your car, okay? Okay. Magic, magic, magic. Oh, magic, magic, magic. Don't sing your own jingle, okay, mate. Here we go. All right, Beck, who have we met this morning? Okay, Stacey is waiting on the line in Old Dinga Beach. Where exactly is your car at the moment, Stace? I am parked in a driveway mm-hmm. just off of Quinlivan Road in Old Dinga Beach. Yeah, that is just a brilliant part of the world. What's things like down at the beach today? Uh, it's very windy down here. Okay. Um, now, I asked you three questions just moments ago, Stace. Um... First of all, are you a Swifty? Are you a Taylor Swift fan? And you're a definite fan, no doubt. Yes, we're oh. a Swifty household. Great, love it. And I, oh, favourite song. What is your favourite song? I didn't ask you that. Oh, uh, ready for it? Okay, I like boom, it. Boom, boom, right. Okay. Second question. What did you have for breakfast? Two pieces of Vegemite toast, and you like to let your toast brown a little bit, okay? Yep. Yep, otherwise it's still like bread. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and also, too, if you were loaded like Robbie Williams because he makes his kids go and sit in economy when he goes into first class with his wife, Ida, um, you said if you were loaded, you'd still let your kids come up the front with you, okay, in first class. Yes. That's right. Okay, Stace, well, from that, you've revealed many, many things about you. Um, the first one is... Um, because you've got kids, you sound very practical. I'm going to say your car would be like a sort of a smallish SUV would be what I'd be thinking. Mm. Um, oh, my God. Yes. Is that? Am I close? Yes. Okay. That's good. Um, I'm going to run with, so I'm thinking about like maybe Hyundai Tucson size, but it's not a Hyundai. Something like... Uh, is it a Mitsubishi Eclipse about that size? Like a Mitsubishi Eclipse cross? Are you being serious right now? <laughs> is, is that what you're in? Uh, yeah, that's right. I've never even heard of a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Cross. You know exactly what <laughs> they are. It's the Eclipse Cross. So it's, a, it's cross. one of those smaller SUVs. No. And you can tell comfortably from Stacey and her selection of breakfast that she's practical and the car no. is going to be... No an SUV, okay. I and mean, it's not going to be a big one. You know, we're not talking like a, a big mm. MUX a Isuzu or anything SUV. like that. No. So okay, well. I reckon it's a, a Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. I, know, I, know, I actually know what colour it is, Stace. Do you really? Yeah, it's white. How? It's white. What? That's <laughs> magnificent. Yeah, yeah, How do you do that? Magic in me. 
Stacey, you are sitting in Quinlivan Road in Aldinga Beach in a white Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross, correct? Wow, yeah, that's correct. My <laughs> mind is blown. All right, <laughs> and you will say. soon be sitting in a limited edition Beck and Soda Sherpa Fleece Jumper from ORTC. We're going to send you some of our merch. Thanks for being Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Good on you. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. My name's Robbie Williams. Oh, I'm very, very excited to, for Sunday, Robbie Williams. And great value. I'm not sure if everything's sold out yet for the Velo Adelaide 500 for Sunday, but you only need a GA ticket mm. and you can go and see Robbie Williams. It's the best value ticket available in town. Yeah, I've got to get the doco under my belt before Sunday night. Seriously, binge watch the four episodes. They're only about 45 minutes each and you can get a really good insight into the brain of Robbie Williams. It is a confused brain, but he is a wonderful (laughs) performer. Right, we've got some tickets. Nicola from Aldana. How are you, Nicola? Hello, good morning. I'm great, thank you. That's it. Uh, Are you actually home at the moment, Nicola, or you at work? No, I'm in the car. My kids are going to be late for school. They're all waiting to see if I get some tickets. Okay, (laughs) all right. I'll I'll give you a tip, Nicola. This one is not the hardest one we've had so far this week, okay? Okay. All right, here is one second of Robbie. Good luck for you and your kids. Nicola? Oh, let me entertain you. No. Oh, so sorry. Make sure you try again tomorrow. She was confident. Ryan in Paralawi. Listen to your one second. What is it, buddy? Uh, I believe that is Kids by Robbie Williams. Oh, well done, Ryan. You're a big fan? Oh, dude, I, I can only just get that because I think Matt, he plays so many Robbie Williams songs. Oh, how are you feeling? Oh, I couldn't be happier. My mum's absolutely rude with this. Good on you, mate. Well, Ryan, we are very, very excited for you. The magnificent Robbie Williams is on show, Velo Adelaide 500. Apologies oh, to mm. the list of calls. The um, Look at this. The switchboard's blocked. Oh. Uh, we will have more tickets tomorrow, um, okay? Also, did you mean to give a clue away? You said you've got your kids in the car, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to give it away. Did not know you that didn't at all. mean to do no? it. Oh, my God, I was like. <laughs> subliminal. There you go. I did not even know I did that. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Please be careful on the roads because the rain has just started to come down, which means obviously we haven't had some rain for a few days, Beck. Uh, the road will be very, very slippery as all the dust, grease and oil all gets yeah. mixed in. Be very mm. careful on the road. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.